Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome once again to Madam Barry Salon, the podcast that loves you, the podcast where fascinating people meet. I'm your hostess, cruise director, and spiritual guide, Madam Perry, but you can call me Jen, Jennifer, JP, Perry. I'm just happy to be here with you, and thank you so much, especially people who are listening live because this is uh, quite a bit earlier than a regular show for us, but our guest is in the UK, so I want to make sure that uh, she's not having to get up during the middle of the night to do the show. So um, anyway, but she's not here yet. You know, it could be a little bit about time travel. I'm not sure she's not here yet. So you know what? I'm going to play a song that I know she's probably heard uh, a million times because her husband was in this band, or still is actually, and... uh, We'll be right back with the fabulous Viv Boucherat. It's the time of the season When love runs high In the time, give it to me Let me try with pleasured hands to take you in the sun to promise land to show you Like me, as you take us anytime, anytime to show, to show you what you need to live. Tell it to me slowly, tell you why I really want to know. It's the time of the season for love. Thank you. 
I will never, ever, ever get tired of that song or anything else by the zombies. I still love my 60s music. Okay, this is Madam Perry, Jennifer Perry, JP, Perry, Jen, um, here. And, yes, I think uh, Viv Bushirachi is en route. You know, she's in she's in uh, the U.K. I'm here in the U.S.A. And she's having a little bit of a delay getting in here, but I promise you she's on the way. I know. Um, and I think she's here now. So I just want to say my guest tonight, as you already know, she is a visual artist and musician. Uh, she's a singer. She is here. I'm not going to give a big introduction because I've been raving about who she is and you already <laughs> know, but I am absolutely thrilled to have with me Viv Boucherat. Did I pronounce her name correctly? You did. It's Viv Bushra. I'm so sorry. I'm having a few technical issues this end. Oh no, no. I'm just, I'm just sorry about that for you. But, um, <laughs> but you made it through cyberspace here to the genie bottle that is Madame Perry Salon, and I'm absolutely thrilled about that. And how oh, are you thank feeling? Thank you for having me. How am I feeling? Yeah. Um, apart from stressed out with tech, I'm doing fine, thank you. <laughs> oh, tech, yeah, don't let that get to you. <laughs> yeah, I know, I shouldn't, I should be better at it by now. We're all having a lot of practice, aren't we, um, connecting by phone and by computer, so I should be getting used to it, but uh, yes, I'm fine, actually, I'm very well. Well, unless you've got, you know, you will hear, we've heard a few horror stories and, and unfortunately have seen the clips of some of them, of people with uh, mm, bad situations on Zoom when they thought their camera was turned off. But at least we don't have to worry about that. I do wish that this was not just audio because of your book. But um, but on the oh, other hand, you. yeah, that would be great. But I've been sharing some pictures. But people need to buy the book so they can see them anyway. But then again... Even if it were, I wouldn't do it today because I had a fall last weekend, so I got a big black, I got a big shiner, a big black eye. So, nah, oh, nah. No. I know, I know. I had to run some errands today with some big glasses on, like I'm COVID Jackie Onassis, you know. But <laughs> superstar, <laughs> superstar. That's right. Yeah. So, superstar. Viv Boucherat, thank you so very much for being here on Madame Perry Salon. I am thrilled. Uh, your book is now. I have loved your art for a long time. I've got the book, uh, The Odyssey, from the 50th anniversary tour of the Zombies. Oh, yes. Thank I was, you very much for that because I. I I know that you've liked a lot of my stuff on Instagram, and I I always wondered who you were and when you started liking my stuff because I thought it sounded very exotic, Madam Perry. And um, I I sent some photos of backstage in a few theatres from that tour and you said how much you loved the interiors of theatres and they are quite magic places. Mm -hmm. That's true. That is very true. Yeah, I I did some... um, after the first Odyssey and Oracle tour um, around America, because I was doing backing vocals, and um, um, after the first one, I really wanted to record what had happened to me visually and ended up doing a, a picture for each of the songs on Odyssey and Oracle. And amazingly enough, without telling me, Cindy De Silva, who's managing the um, zombies, um, had had 
each picture animated and they used them as a backdrop for the live shows, which was amazing. And that was 2017. Mm-hmm. And so I, I felt really privileged with that, actually. That was wonderful. Oh, that was a that was a magnificent tour. Anyway, I had seen I think a, a zombie show um, in 1995. It may have been in Atlanta, uh-huh. and oh, okay. you know, and I remember uh, after the show because I got a picture with with Rod and Colin and um, uh, and Jim Rodford. And Jim was saying, "Hey, thanks for coming out, bringing your friends. Hey, tell more people so the next time we'll have more because it was a smaller club." And then by the time of the uh, 50th anniversary tour of Odyssey and Oracle, I didn't get tickets in time. And thank God, thank Cindy De Silva for getting me and my husband in. And so we bought the books then and looking at it. And people kept walking by our seats, going, "Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that?" I said, "In the lobby. They're selling them. Get them now." And I thought, "Well, that's good. At least I'm doing a little advertising." <laughs> Brilliant. You know, you can get Where that too with that. Yeah, which, Part, which gigs? Oh, Atlanta, Atlanta at the Variety Playhouse, I think it's called. Uh, and the 50th. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but I think I. Well, I saw the 95, and then I think there was one um, a few years later in Atlanta, and then the 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So I got to go to three, yeah. and everyone was a gem. Everyone was suspect. Remarkable, spectacular, it was fantastic. But this one with your artwork and uh was fabulous. And I still thank Cindy oh. all the time for those for getting me in. But um <laughs> and, and you were there, weren't you? Well, I was the touring zombies are, are you know, have done a lot of touring around America and then they they decided to do the Odyssey and Oracle tours, which then included Chris and Hugh, the original members, uh, the original surviving members. Of course, Paul um, died in 2014. And um, so the original surviving members sort of like joined the Odyssey and Oracle tours where they just did the album. The, the, the touring zombies would do the first half, and then the second half was um, Odyssey and Oracle in its entirety from beginning to end. And that's what I was doing back in vocal school. And um, the first one that I went out for was 2015, I think. Oh, that's fantastic. And, yes, because they did, yeah, they did, um, I mean, the, the first time they actually did it was in, I think it was, no, was it 2000? Um, I'm trying to remember when they did, I think it was 2008, um, 2007, 2008, they did Shepherd's Bush in London. Um, mm-hmm. It was the first time that they did it. And then the American tours happened later, but they were they were great shows actually. Oh yeah, and definitely. And it's such a, such a privilege, you know, to sing back in vocals. Uh, the, the only reason uh, that they wanted to replicate every note really, so they brought in um, uh, myself and obviously Darian Sahanaja, and I was able to do backup vocals with Jim. So it was brilliant. Ah. They wanted all of their overdubs in, so they were. Yeah, it was it was it was a real treat, and you know, for me as well as anything else, apart from you know the artwork that followed on from it, um, you know, just seeing America was an amazing, eye-opening thing. Yeah, eye-opening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. 
<laughs> okay. Well, well, I'm not sure how how exactly you mean that. I know. Do Do you know Janie Godley, the Scottish comedian? Jamie Godley. Godley. No, I don't actually. Okay, yeah, she's a, a Scottish comedian, and when she came to, she was, she's in Glasgow, but when she came to the right. U.S. Uh, about 10 years ago, because we've been corresponding on, on social media, and she and her daughter, okay. Ashley Story, came because she had a shows in town, and one thing she said when she got on stage about America, she goes, I go get some takeout food. You people give enough food, you know, to feed a family in one person's takeout. She goes, this is nuts. This, this is crazy. You people are insane. This is way too much food. She goes, you're mental. So, <laughs> you know, you never know how other people perceive you. But anyway, I'm just so glad that you came through. And I'm just, uh, and, oh, and for people listening, uh, if you, just before when Viv was talking about Hugh and Chris, that's Hugh Grundy and Chris White, and Chris White of the band Chris White Experience, also um, Viv's husband. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know. I don't know what Hugh. I don't know what uh, Chris does, but my husband. You're well, about. I, I mean, how yeah. he calls you. What I'm saying. What I was going to say is, when I had a TV show and I'd introduce myself, I hit people, and then my husband would say, "And I'm Mr. Jennifer Perry." So. <laughs> Uh, sometimes Chris does take the piss like that, yes. Uh, but usually it's me. Usually it's me saying Mrs. Chris White. So, yeah, it's um, it, we 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 met via music actually, and we've worked in music ever since. And as you've just um, mentioned as well, the Chris White experiences uh, that came about through. Um, I'm working well. Let's start from the beginning there. When the zombies were getting inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, was that 2019, I think? I believe so. Um, Two of his sons thought it would be a really good idea to um, release a CD of Chris's unreleased material, you know, songs that he's written and that he's produced um, that have never been released to coincide with the event. Um, but longer, a long time before, when me and Chris had moved from a small London flat to an even smaller London flat, um, <laughs> we'd had to take down boxes and boxes full of multi-track tapes of his and put in my mum's attic in the southwest of England. And um, so we thought we, we went down with Matthew's to collect all of these boxes um, to put a CD together and um, for Chris to be able to release alongside the Hall of Fame publicity. And um, it turns out that there's so many treasures in it. We're now on album number six, um, oh. putting together um, Chris's unreleased um, songs and productions. Um, so there's it sort of falls into three strands. There's the Chris White sort of songbook um, Mm -hmm. of songs that he's written that haven't been released. Then there's Chris White productions that are things that he's produced that have never been released. And then Chris White presents where stuff that he hasn't um, released, you know, entire albums, um, we're releasing those as well. And um, Matthew and Jamie, um, two of Chris's three sons, um, have been doing an amazing job, like collating and sorting and getting 
all of the legal stuff done and getting all of these albums released. And I've been doing the artwork and the design and, you know, some of the some of the co-writes on the albums are mine as ah. well. But the, the, you know, the main thing is sort of getting Chris's catalogue out there, which has surprised us all. We didn't know there was such a treasure trove. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a lovely surprise, though. Well, listen, I, yeah. I want to make sure you have a good time while you're here so that you'll put in a good word for me to get the Chris White experience. So to make sure we do that, let's, let's get to the main subject of today's show, and that is your new book, Know You're Crazy. And if you're listening, this is Y-O-U-R. We all have our own kind of crazy. And yep. we need to learn. Life would be so much better for us if we just learn how to embrace it and roll with it, I think. And so tell me about the book, Know You're Crazy. Now, um, I know Cindy, and I know of Renee, don't know her, but I know Cindy. So, um, and I've got the book, and I have been carrying it with me where I got it. Um, my couple of my best friends are listening, and I guess they might as well know. If they're really listening, they're, they're going to get one in the mail, too. <laughs> so talk oh, about the really book, nice. how, how it came to be. Well, and, I've been... Um, I've been, I've always drawn and painted and made things and collaged things and what have you. And I suppose in around about my late teens, early 20s, I started um, putting down images of what I sort of referred to as my little mad women running around my head. Um, If it was, it could be uh, visualizing a reaction that I'd had to something or an emotion that I was finding quite difficult or just an observation that I found that was quite funny um, and just start um, sketching them down and making pictures. I didn't actually set out with the intention to make a book. Um, Again, in 2017, on that particular tour, um, I ended up having a conversation with Cindy where I started talking about um, one of the rather more surreal Uh, pictures in the book the oven ready chicken woman Um, and she she asked me to explain about it and when she found out why I was doing these drawings she suddenly could envisage a book um, of the whole thing Um, the next day before the tour bus took off I um, showed her some pictures on iPad she doesn't remember this actually but she was rather busy and a bit distracted (laughs) And then when she came over to the UK, she um, came to my studio and saw the the real pictures and said that she wanted to make a book that was for women and made by women. And and they did come to be. Um, She knew Renee of old, um, but they hadn't worked together. And I think that Cindy was at a South by Southwest event and um, was chatting with Renee, who was who became very interested and she heads up a printing um, outfit in Texas um, and has had the imagination and the wherewithal to actually be able to put a book together and so this is what we've got Um, and she's done an incredible job it's a beautiful little book actually it really is an art book it's done on amazing paper um, museum quality paper actually and um, 
So, you know, it became this book. So it wasn't really my intent, but uh, now that it's out there, I've realized how universal a lot of these feelings are, especially women. I mean, I'm not excluding men on purpose. It just happens mm-hmm. to be from my point of view. But women really get it. They just look at the pictures and they get it. Um, oh, definitely. And, and also it's been a... You know, and it's been quite humbling for me, actually. All of the feedback, you know, some of it has been, you know, it makes me feel like I'm not on my own or this is not just me that has this feeling or that feeling or or that looks exactly like how I'm feeling. So it's been very gratifying. But also, you know, as well as scratching the surface of some of the rather more serious things that we are confronted with, you know, there, there is a lot of humour in there as well. I think we all need a bit of crazy humour to get us by, really. And it's got, yeah, and, it, and it's true. So there are so many times that we think, especially with certain emotions or um, experiences, we can't imagine anyone feels exactly the same. And and no. if we told somebody, they would say, and yet that's, that's quite the opposite. Um, usually, uh, like I've told my girlfriends, you know, if one of us is feeling it. We're all probably feeling it or have felt it or going to yeah. feel it in the future. So go ahead, you know, open up, talk. Um, there's a beautiful forward in here by Cindy De Silva. And there's also, but your intro page for Know You're Crazy is just uh-huh. beautiful. And I was going to read it, oh, but would you rather read it? No, you go ahead. You sure? Okay. Absolutely. And and by the way, I was going to say you're doing. Um, apparently, you're doing quite well understanding my southern accent. So I'll go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> okay, Sorry, I didn't have subtitles. Okay, uh, this is the uh, page. Know you're crazy. Moments in our lives can be challenging, joyful, tragic, ridiculous, sad, frightening, and funny. Both our emotions and our situations can be difficult, even impossible to describe in language. Sometimes a picture, like music, says it better. I made this book from a female perspective, but hopefully some of these pictures will resonate with everyone. You may recognize some of the following. (laughs) Vivian Boucher. (laughs) So, yeah, that's true. Uh, And it says it all. Everything and the pictures the here, yeah. and and about the title, like you said, it is Y O U R, and the reason that that came about, it was Cindy again, um, because when I showed her some of these pictures in Nashville and explained why I was doing it, she go, Oh, her, no, you're crazy, right? You know, and it was, <laughs> I found that hysterical. I, it was an Americanism. I'd never heard it before, um, but I thought that that was so funny. And, and also, Renee has said um, since since the book's been put together, you know, that she thought it would make a good present for men before they get married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one gives them a guidebook, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. What mood have we got today? <laughs> kind and of a head start, in a way. Yeah, absolutely. And she also... Um, had the idea of putting together a box set of 8 by 10 inch print um, with a book in the back. So it's like a little mobile exhibition, really, with with a catalogue inside. 
so it's you know it's um it turns into this extraordinary feast for the eyes I, I thought it might be an interesting idea actually for a frame to go out with the box set so that people could see what mood they were in in the morning and just put it in the frame to warn people ah oh yeah if you're in an office and these days put it on your desk yeah <laughs> or, uh, or or your 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 what your picture or avatar on social media? Yeah, some of because I was re- I was describing these to a girlfriend of mine earlier today. And by the way, this is um, normally I do my show about six hours later than this. So if you are listening live today, and this is February the eighth at three twenty five p.m. Eastern time, um, and I think it's what eight twenty five GMT. It is. Yeah. yeah, for you, yeah. So, uh, but if you have a question or comment for Viv, you want to call the number 646-716-9922. Or if you can't make a call, you can also send a message or question uh, through Messenger on Facebook, either through Jennifer Maudette Perry or uh, Madam Perry Salon. You know what a Maudette is, don't you? For the mod? I know what a mod is. Yes, I know what a mod is and a Maudette. And a mod- is a female mod. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so Jennifer Maudette Perry or Madam Perry Salon, either one, and I'll make sure to share that with Viv. Yeah, I was describing some of the pictures to uh, my girlfriend Kenya earlier, the one not measuring up, new shoes, and then new shoes, um, <laughs> then and now. Oh, my word. Yeah. Oh, yes. That was me cleaning out my closet last week going through. <laughs> I was just like, oh. <laughs> How times have changed. Um, mind fog, yeah. everything. This is, I mean, it's just absolutely glorious. And how did you, how long did it take to do all of the pictures that are in this book? Well, like I say, I've been doing these drawings for an awfully long time. Um, there are a lot more. Um, so it's, it's quite difficult to say how long they actually took. Um, I, a few of the pictures for this book, when this book was coming to be, um, I thought I'd do a couple more pictures that were current. Um, obviously, we can't avoid the subject of COVID, so we popped mm-hmm. a couple of those in at the end. And um, I, I did, a, for example, let me think of some of the new ones. Last year's bikini was a new one. <laughs> and today's to-do list was a new one um i think yes high expectations was a new one as well um but, but a lot a lot of the rest of them have come from um my back catalogue really i suppose you would call it um and they're all they're all um using different media there's collages there's oil pastel cutouts and watercolors and all sorts of stuff so I think you can probably tell by the differing styles as well that they've happened over a number of years Um, Mm -hmm. it's it's remarkable for me actually to see them all in one set because you don't really think of it like that when you're doing them they happen when they happen you know yeah yeah I see and I think the first one uh, in the story on website that or, or in the video you have uh, that Cindy says the first one she saw was bad hair day. Look, nothing can take a good woman down like a bad hair day. And speaking, <laughs> spe- 
speaking of good women from Decatur, Georgia, one of the goodest women I know is here uh-huh. to talk to you, uh, my my BFF, Kenya. Come in, welcome, and I'd love to introduce you to Viv. Hello. Hi, Viv. Hi, hi. I didn't catch your name. Was that Kenya or Tanya? Kenya. No, it is Kenya. Kenya, hello. Like the Hello. I am enjoying the program. I have laughed just listening to you guys laugh. <laughs> <laughs> looking at this bad hair day picture, it is just 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 inside of my past. I've had days like that where there was nothing to do, even a hat couldn't really help. So I get it. <laughs> I get that. I get it. I get it, but I I cannot wait to um to get your book. And when she said one of her friends, I'm like, ooh, I hope I'm one. I hope I'm one. <laughs> Is that why you, you know you are? <laughs> I was just hoping. <laughs> you you, you know can never you. take those things for granted. <laughs> I think the thing is, the thing is as well with bad hair days, it feels like such a superficial thing, but it can really drag you down. And I think at the moment, um, because of, well, most of us can't get to our hairdressers at the moment, so exactly. it's been really quite, quite trying. <laughs> well, let me say that COVID and the pandemic has given me such a relaxed mental state about my hair that mm-hmm. I haven't had a bad hair day that I care about in a year. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm all right with this. <laughs> I think, yeah, but I, I have often considered the idea of just collecting a few wigs and then yeah. just seeing what I feel like. You know, but I, oh, I've already that. done that. I'm ahead of you. I'm ahead of you. Oh, are you? Brilliant. I, I, I was brave enough. I do. Yeah, do I, I can be brave enough sometimes when it comes to the hair. Sometimes it's better just to know what it's going to look like when I walk out the door. Do you wear wigs out? Have you done that lately, Viv? Me? No, actually, the only time the only time that I I wore a, a fake ponytail again. This was on the zombies. Um, I think this was on the 2015 tour um, when we were in New York, and I wore one of those long ponytails, and I loved it. I loved it. I was going to say that. I bet you loved it. <laughs> was it very Ariana Grande kind of long ponytail or J Lo? Yes. Well, I didn't quite look like her, but... <laughs> you're beautiful. We've, I'm sorry, honey. We've seen your pictures. You're beautiful. Yeah, we've seen your picture. Beautiful. So, oh, then I have a question you. for you. Yes. Yeah, so, when you're, like, when... And I know how you guys, and I listened to the story about how you guys came up with this. Is there this time in your relationship with your friends that you guys have so many crazy stories that it was easy to kind of come up with content of no, you're crazy. Because, you know, when you have girlfriends, we know each other's crazy so well. I can just imagine being able to come up with a book. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think, I, 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 
sometimes I think it's not that there's so many of them. It's just taking the time to, to actually notice them. Ooh, um, true. Because that's, that sometimes we, we go through, I mean, our brains sort of take in billions of bits of information a day, don't they? Um, but yeah. sometimes we just don't stop to think about what we're actually feeling. And uh, I think it's just catching those moments. And I think that's, you know, sometimes uh, th- some of these drawings are done with like an eye pencil and stuff like that, because that just happens to be what I've got when I notice that I'm feeling a particular thing. Um but, you know, it was a surprise to me, actually, how universal, um, well, mm-hmm. I would say people recognize 99% of the book. And there's a couple of rather surreal ones in there that people sort of scratch their heads at. Um, <laughs> but apart from that, <laughs> but apart from that everyone just gets it, you know. And so I think it's... Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's been a gift actually to get it out there and for Cindy's and Renee's sort of like foresight of actually saying that women, once it, once people see it, um, you know, that it's sort of difficult to imagine that it wasn't already out there, you know. It's sort of like turned into this little dictionary of emotions that people True. get, you know. I totally agree. Um, yeah. And you know, and it's, it's, thing. it's a good, yeah, it's it's a good conversation starter. With people start talking about things that they wouldn't normally ever talk about, and I think it helps to to know that actually we're all it's all part of our human light and shade, really, isn't it? Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. And, I love the titles. And yeah, my, my crazy, you're crazy, but I know my crazy. And I know sometimes I think I know yours, you know, but your best. And that's the thing, too, with this book is that best friends or, or women who, especially longtime friends, are really tuned into each other. And, Viv, I'm sure you and your friends, uh, Cindy, Renee, all of us, me and Kenya, for sure, um, you know, there are things that you feel that you can't explain to anybody, but your friend, you don't have to explain. They get it. They know what you're going through. They just see the look on your face or just some body language, and they know. Um, And then, again, there are things, you know, you could tell Kenya you had video of me stabbing somebody, and I know she would say, well, now I think that was fixed. I don't think she did. Somebody might have run into her. (laughs) Somebody just made made a hard charge and run into her knife several times, but I don't think she would have stabbed anybody. And I'd say the same thing. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Some of the there's one sometimes some of these pages uh, some of the illustrations in your book know you're crazy and by Viv Boucherat. Some of these are in sections like things that things we sometimes get called bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I love 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 the picture for bitch. Um, old uh-huh. bat, which I only yeah. resent for the old part. Okay, and. Uh, <laughs> The cow cow, was okay. Cow, I don't care. But um, cow, I think that's more of a British one, but I think in America, I always heard heifer. We don't call women cow, think of that heifer. Uh, Cougar. Didn't your mother say that that. sometimes, Kenya? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. 
I would you see that if you notice in the back there's a couple of footnotes where there's where there's very British um like the um the bingo wings, which mm-hmm. is a very common term over here, but I was talking about it with Cindy and there's not really an American version. The nearest she could get was chicken wings. It's like that bit under your arm. Where you flap, where you're waving, and it's flapping around in the wind. And so I said in, in the footnotes, I said that bingo wings is a common term used in the UK. The nearest we could find in American was chicken wings. It's that part of the arm that makes wearing sleeveless clothes less appealing. So we get that. And it hurts and so bad when you hear people say it out loud. Oh, and then there's, there's hot flushes, which you call hot flashes. But I didn't know about the cow thing. And the cougar thing um, is, is an American one, really. We don't really use that over here. It, it, it's come over here, but it, it, I first heard it on an American TV show. <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. that title for a long time. I, I, I finally got people to stop calling me that. Oh, really? <laughs> it's good. Hey, cool girl. So <laughs> I, I, so it was somewhere between a compliment and uh oh. And I am so glad you put those footnotes in there because the bingo wings, I was going, okay, okay, let me figure this out. But yeah, thanks for the footnotes. <laughs> Bib, that helps have, a lot. You do have bingo, you do have bingo over there, don't you? You have bingo. Mhm. Oh yeah. yeah so oh it's, yeah. It's, it's they call um, number eleven. No, number eighty-eight, isn't it? Is is um, two fat ladies in bingo? I don't know if you have that. Do you have that slang over there? They have like calling calling numbers, and number eighty-eight is two fat ladies. Really. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I should have put that as well. I should have put that in as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Because you know what? Uh I think I heard that on uh, you know the TV show New Tricks. Yes. They. I think they had to go to someplace. Amanda Redman. Amanda Redman, and then after she left, it was Tamsin Oathwaite. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, but um. But I think there was one where they had to go to a bingo place and they're calling it out. And I'm just like that, too fat late. I'm thinking, what the, how do they, what kind of bingo cards do they have? So I'm glad you cleared that up. Oh, that's, yeah, that's number 88 because of the shape, like two little fat ladies. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think they're more like snowmen, but there you go. <laughs> I also love um, this. Now, this one take up, took up two pages. Tidying up. It's two different pictures, but they're side by uh, side. Tidying up. That's right. That's one of my favourites, actually, um, because it's. Um, well, I think everyone's got a, a room like this in their house, or um, or even a little cupboard, or whatever it is. But it when we shove everything into a door and then it, shove everything into a room and then just shut the door on it and forget about it. Um, yeah, but I think yeah. as well. As well as mm-hmm. being physical, I think we also do this mentally. I think we uh, sometimes tend to, to like just cram everything into a little room, 
And sometimes if the door opens, it might take a little bit of sorting out. <laughs> yeah. That's a great yeah. idea. I like that, that it's not just a physical thing, it's a mental thing. That's a, that is the truth. Because uh, so mm. you see tidying up and you see uh, somebody and they're like they're squatting down, their head's down, they're pushing the door shut, trying to hold it. And then the next yeah. picture is like a closet with everything in there, whether it's umbrellas, ladders, shoes, um, <laughs> boxes, everything is in there. I mean, they're trying to hold it, hold that door shut. So I get that one. That is a great idea. That is like Kenya really for so do. long. For so long, I uh-huh. couldn't let Kenya in my house because, for, because it wasn't. Uh, we had just moved back here uh, from another state, and it was all a mess. And then I got it all fixed up, and COVID comes, so she dropped off my Christmas gift at the top of the driveway. And I said, "Now that you can come in, you can't come in." You know. So. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> it is. COVID. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny, during this time, um, Chris and I moved out of London, so in between lockdowns, um, it had been planned for a long time, um, but we finally left London last June and um, stayed with um, Terry Quirk, who did the cover of Odyssey and Oracle. Um, We were to be staying with him and his wife for six months while we looked for a place. Um, because also um, Chris is doing a, a musical about the zombies and we were working with Terry on that. But unfortunately, Terry died two weeks before we got here. Oh. Um, which was, uh, you know, it was, yeah, it was terribly shocking. Um, but we oh stayed goodness. with his wife, Erica, for the six months and then found this place. Um we still feel that Terry's about, and mm-hmm. we've got a lot of his work around us and stuff like that. But um, we, uh, it, it feels like we've been a little bit distracted from the last sort of two lockdowns um, because we've been moving and, like yourself, you know, sort of packing and unpacking and finding things that we had completely forgotten existed. And, you know, it's, it's mm. been a bit like a very long Christmas. Um, and oh. I don't know how I don't know how we fitted all of this stuff into a two two bedroom flat in London. Absolutely no idea. But <laughs> we're still we're still sort of trying to move it all out. But yeah, so it it's been it's been a, a happy and a very tragic year for us actually twenty twenty. And so yes. we're we're looking forward, you know. Mhm. Well it seems like this is a great distraction right now with mm. your with your art and and you're able to have fun with it in the middle of some of the craziest things going on not that kind of crazy but you know with the world yeah. just going crazy yeah that so I'm glad true. that you have an outlet mm. thank you so am I I think I really would go completely bananas if I didn't <laughs> have if I didn't have an outlet, um, I think it's very important for all of us to be creative. Um, I think it it gives us a lot, and we mm-hmm. can release a lot through it. So that's very true. And you, you're not going to believe this, but and Jennifer, I didn't even tell you this yet. But so I'm not very 
creative with art. I, I'm more of a words person, like I like Jennifer as well. I think we're more word people, but with all of this mm-hmm. COVID and being isolated at home, I told my sister that I felt like I needed to start doing something more creative in the house. So instead uh-huh. of just starting to paint all the walls different colors, she gave me an art set so that I could start working off of an easel first. Oh, okay. And I'm looking really? forward to that from looking at your artwork <laughs> online. Give me something to focus on. Yeah, oh. do it. All right, that's Absolutely. interesting. My husband bought me a ukulele, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent, too. Excellent. Excellent. We've got a ukulele, and it's a nice little instrument. If you watch some Bette Midler, she'll teach you some. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, she loves, she loves the ukulele. Yeah. Okay. Can... That... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was, I was just thinking because... Um, the demographic of this book, I thought it would be, I, I'm getting, well, I'll be 60 in a couple of months, and I thought that it would be sort of mainly my sort of age group, the demographic, but actually, um, I had a phone call from a friend the other day who wanted to give this book to a 14-year-old who's having a lot of, um, who's got a lot of anxiety at the moment. And um, she was encouraged to take out her paint box and has started doing her own pictures and all sorts. So even 14-year-olds are getting it, which I'm not sure if that's worrying or if that's great, you know. Mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I think it's good. You know, it's, like I said, it's, hey, what better for especially that age and you're starting to go through different kinds of emotions and learn things uh, to, to yeah. have them, let them say, hey, you're not crazy. You're not that kind of, you know, you got your own crazy, but you're not yeah. nuts. Uh, there's a couple yeah. more pictures I wanted to talk about, too, but we have somebody else oh. calling in. And I wanted to say uh, welcome to Madam Perry Salon. Hello. Just introduce yourself and say hello to Viv. Hello. This is Kat Summerman. <laughs> hello, Viv. Hello, Hi. Catherine. Well, how this are is... you? I'm just looking at the pictures again, and I just love the color palette that you have. It's so earthy. Um, did that oh, just kind of arise you. organically with you, or are those your favorite colors? Or is it? I don't know. Sorry, did, I, I keep on getting blips on my phone. Did you say it was Catherine? Yeah, it's Kat Frommerman. It is. Oh, Kat Zimmerman. Hello, Kat. Yes, Hi. Your, your friend, Kat. <laughs> yes, hello. Hi. Hi, you know, Kat. I'm sorry, the phone, I'm sorry the phone's so bad. I hear you perfectly no, clearly. Oh, that, that's really good. I keep on getting these blips. I don't know if it's a local thing. I don't even know if you can hear them. We, um, I don't. And, oh, okay, that's good. Um, no, the, the palette, well, Kat, it depends. Um, a lot of a lot of it, especially the collage stuff, as you can see, is um, is made with found objects and cardboard and stuff like that. So often yeah, it's I see just the color of what is there. Um, I, I used to, they're not so much now, but I used to love Cardi paper, which is K-H-A-D-I paper. It's Indian, I think. Um, and they all come in earthy colors. 
So they're beiges mm-hmm. and um, stone blues and greens and things. Um, so a, a lot of it, again, like I said earlier, I would do the pictures because that's what I'm feeling at the moment. So I will pick up whatever is to hand, and I haven't actually thought about the colour um, as a palette. Um, pictures, I suppose, with the watercolours um, have probably been chosen more, so that's things like hot flushes and mind fog. So they're slightly brighter. But the a, a lot of my work, I did go through a phase where I was only doing black and white, so black and white oil pastel, um, and that seemed to go on for a couple of years. So yeah, I see a lot of the black and white here, plus some of the red, you know, with the um, bad hair day. That That's very representative of that time. Right. Yes, yes, that's, and that would have been around the same, the same sort of two or three years where really I hardly picked up a paintbrush at all. Um, and I, actually, I didn't even do much collage during that time. A lot of these pictures came out over that period. And I think it would probably be, yeah, the mid-90s, um, something like that, mid to late 90s, probably. I was doing all of the black and white. Um, I, I don't know if it says something about my psychology. I'm not a, I'm not a psychological, uh, psychology expert of any sort, and maybe... Maybe someone would read these for me. A lot of people have said, I wouldn't want to be in your head. <laughs> oh, oh no. I know. We love whatever it is in your head that gave, you, that gave us this book and all the other artwork you've made. Um, if we can hold just, if you could just give me just 45 seconds, ladies. I'm not going to mute your microphones because by the time I get that done, it'll be over with. But I do have a message to play. It's just 44 seconds. And uh, you can run off and get a glass of water and come back, or you can listen along with me. We'll be right back with Viv Boucherat and, of course, Kat in Kenya. Here we go. I mean, the world has gone crazy, right? I mean, this whole pandemic, I, I, I don't even know if I'm coming or going anymore. You know what I mean? But the one thing during the pandemic that I found out, right, that was a good thing was the Madame Paris Salon. I made this podcast, right? When you hear her laughing, all you want to do is laugh, right? When her dog's barking in the background and she's talking to the dog, I'm like, she's going to an interview, and I'm like, this podcast is the best podcast I've ever heard before. You know what I mean? Oh, stop it. <laughs> That, that sounded like uh, no, you're crazy sort of drawing too, an oral <laughs> version of it. Yeah, because I use sometimes the dogs do start barking during interviews. They turn into little love. Uh, <laughs> they turn into little extortionists. Like nice guest you have here. That's going to be a great show. Be awful if something happened to it. You got any milk bones? You know that kind of thing. So. <laughs> Like little mafia dogs. Anyway, you know, that's interesting when Kat's talking about the color because some things I've noticed in every 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 color and every shade in every picture here matters and, and helps share the meaning of bad skin day, uh, not measuring up, which I want to talk about that before we go let you go because you've been so generous to give us time. But in the ones about what we're sometimes called, the one that says bitch, I yeah. love 
that? It looks like an indigo teal dress and the pearls. Oh, I love that because it's like a proud thing. Like, call I me what you too. want. It, it's devil with the blue dress is what I thought. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yes, that's, okay. That makes yes, sense. I like that one too, actually. And again, yeah. you know, sometimes it's not, it's, you don't know where these things come from sometimes. It just felt right. You know, it just felt like the right line. And, yeah, so there you go. It's um, We don't know where these things come from, do we? I often talk about this with Chris, you know, we don't know where the music comes from, where the words come from, where the pictures come from. But they're, they're all out there in the ether for us to channel. Absolutely. That, yes, that's, that's a watercolour, that one. Um, watercolor and I think it was yeah it was one of those gel biros and watercolor that one. Oh yeah, so uh, that's fantastic. Well, Fib, I've kept you so long, and I appreciate you giving me so much time, being so generous with your time and talking to us, and also generous with your pictures and uh, and the book. No, you're crazy. I, we really appreciate oh, it, and I think this you. is going to have much success, and it's going to be very important for a lot of people. And uh, also, oh, let me mention you too, and for people who have listened today, if you don't get this show live, you know it's also available everywhere else—Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, to download and listen to afterwards. And uh, if you want, give it a review or follow. We appreciate that. This is an early time for me to have the podcast, but next week I've got another guest from England. Uh, it's a band called Joe Symes and the Loving Kind. They're going to be on here at the exact same time next Monday. Kenya, you know Joe Symes and the Loving Kind? I know him well. And I know so, uh, them well. <laughs> they'll be here. They'll be here next week, and uh, we're excited about that. So, uh, and Kat, thanks you for calling, and Kenya, and everybody well, thank you. Else listening. I appreciate it, you all. And uh, Viv Boucherot, I will be sharing the website address, the uh, place to buy this book, and also you got a lot of other cool stuff too. There's a, you can get a bag. With the book yeah. image on it, you can sh- oh yeah, you can shop at the store on the website vivianbusherat dot com. There's a t-shirt also. Store. What's that? There's a t-shirt also with the um, the uh, bad hair day on the front. It's it's really a nice t-shirt. The material is very nice. Um, the material on the bag is really nice too, and it has a zipper. You can go shopping with it, and you don't have to worry about somebody oh. stealing something from your bag. <laughs> Sweet. I love that. That, that. See, a woman, only a woman would really think about that. that we <laughs> only a woman would come secure. up with, only a woman, a bunch of women would come up with making a bag like that. So, you know, and kudos to the creator. For, uh, yes. Well, Vivian, we thank you so much. You, you're more than welcome. Thanks. It's been a delight. So I'll be sharing, uh, the information on how on your social media and also your website on all of my social media, not just for Madam Perry Salon, but also for my personal for Jennifer Perry or Jennifer Maudette Perry. I'll be sharing this on all my social media so that uh, a lot of people listen to the show when they're riding or when they're driving or when they're jogging. They don't have to worry about writing it down. They know I'll have it for them. So we are so grateful to you, Vivi, and I hope you will come back. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And uh, if you want me to send you um, some connections with um, the Chris White experience as well, um, I'll do that. Yeah, I hear you've got an M with that band, and you can help me out. Fifth? You got some pull with them. You can help me out. I really appreciate it's, it's, that. Yeah, well, oh. you know, of course, we used one of um, Chris's songs because we needed a little Indiegogo campaign at the at the front of this because, of course, with COVID, we couldn't outsource any of the printing, so it all got done in the USA. So we did an Indiegogo thing where we, um, I did a. It's very similar to the original song, but did an a cappella version of Hold Your Head Up, Woman, um, of which some of the contributors are going to get to sing on, including Katz, actually, who's on the phone. So, yeah, I can't um, wait. Yeah, so we're getting that done. But, of course, COVID is putting it all a little behind schedule. But, um, you know, it, again, that's a, a, an anthem for women, that song, really. So, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize until the 50th anniversary tour, um, Odyssey, that when, when Rod Argent explained, no, what we're saying is not whoa, whoa, we're saying hold your head up, woman, not whoa, whoa. So I thought, okay, that adds an el- uh, element. Yeah. yeah. It was great and, when he in, informed everyone of that. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies, this has been fabulous, and um, I wish you much success. And I think it's obvious it's it's, it's definitely going to happen. And uh, thank you for being here on Madam Perry's Salon. And I'm going to close out with uh, my philosophy on my song, which is Everybody's Got to Swing. Thank you all so very much. Viv Boucherat, I know you're crazy. Hi. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.